are, we're wearing the same headset, aren't we? We are. Okay. But I, I mean, who who knows what the dew point does to the, <laughs> you know, the microprocessor in the USB dongle of the headset. Oh God, you can dongle my headset anytime. Wow, that's hot. Hey Jody. Hey Matt. How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think um, you know we just stopped recording that incredibly long episode from last week. It took us all week, and and now yeah. we're recording again. It's weird. Yeah, we're yeah. You're right. We literally just moments ago finished recording that last episode. The re- only reason we wrapped up the last episode, honestly, is so we could start recording this one. Absolutely. A lot of people yeah. aren't going to understand that. It's not going to make sense because you know the feed doesn't update necessarily when they they think it does. But hey, last episode though, I didn't break the feed. You didn't break the feed. Um, hmm. No, it it seemed to it seemed to work pretty immediately in in my devices. Yeah, seemed like smooth sailing this time. So uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, getting mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how was your day? Or should I should I just stop asking? Crazy. Crazy. I, yeah. Had we not been recording on this this day, uh-huh. this very day, uh-huh. I would have been able to to give you uh, a better I don't know Jody normal day update, but yeah, I can't today. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, yeah, because last week you promised it was the end to the uh, to the to the bad recording days. Yeah. Well, now my replacement for my old position didn't work out so well, so now I have to train somebody else. Oh, that sucks. On what kind of what kind of turnaround? Like how long did you how long were you working with the last person? About three months. Holy sh three months? Yeah. I mean you know, I wasn't working with him steadily for three months. I mean I, we did a lot of stuff in the first few weeks and then it tapered off, but uh yeah. He hasn't worked out so Man. Who decided that he wasn't working out? Was that that wasn't your call, was it? Not my call, no. My previous supervisor. Man. So it would have been, would, you know, kind of my old boss. Yikes. Well, that's a bummer. So now you, do, is there already a new person? Yes. But you're starting from scratch to teach them to do your old job while doing your current job. You nailed it. And that's why I didn't want to talk about any of this. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate <laughs> it. Well, Jody, I, I feel like you shouldn't be so reticent to talk about your days. You're right. It's it's good audio. It's probably good for the show. I shouldn't. Well, that's be... not, we're we're here to help people, and and I think that it would help people to hear you open up a little more about the challenges you face in the workplace. Because it would, it would help people to hear my whinging. I'm trying to avoid that <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, I don't I don't like that word at all. Whin, whinging. Uh, all right. Well, mm. but you have better you have better follow-up even though we're not allowed any follow-up on this episode um we are going to we're going to break the rule um yeah i have a tiny bit of follow-up uh i talked last week about my mom's car trouble and how of course this being the summer and automotive knowledge being one of my core competencies i was uh assisting my mom in getting a new car so uh the old car the 2003 dodge stratus was oh, having she some still sort got of that car it was she had two strati uh strata strati i Strata. Strata. No, Strata. Strata. She had two Strata in a row. It's just the one that she had in high school, the, well, when we were in high school, and then she had a, a newer Stratus, a 2003 Stratus. But yes, she still had that silver Stratus. Not the purple one that <laughs> that I sometimes drove when we were in high school. I was recalling the purple one. Okay. Yeah. So it was the second Strata, and 
Yeah, it, it was having some sort of major electrical crisis. Uh, many of the electrical uh, systems had stopped functioning, uh, and then it just stopped starting. And it was just blowing a fuse. It was blowing this, but it was like, you know, the important fuse, the one that, you know, runs the ignition and stuff. So so it wouldn't start. So I just got her a big box of fuses and told her, showed her how to change it. And was like, you know, we're going we're gonna to get you a new car, uh. and we are not mentioning the electrical problem when we trade this <laughs> in, obviously. You didn't stick a paperclip in it like a gentleman? I thought about the paperclip route. I did eventually go uh, up a couple levels in fuses, and it okay. didn't blow. You know, when I when I went when I added 10 amps to the spec, it didn't blow again, but um, the radio and stuff wasn't working, and the, I, there wasn't a blown fuse for that. I, I don't know. Uh, it wasn't good, and those cars are not known for their longevity. So it was definitely time to get out of it before it had a major crisis. Um, so it took a... It, it took... Oh, God. So many hours. So many hours spent at car dealers. My my partner is famously good at torturing car dealers. Oh, and, well, that's and, a and good talent. It really is. Um, so is the uh, Canonical Listener's partner. She's she's also famous for that. I didn't know this. I, I'm, you I, didn't know that? I need to well, get she'll come, She enjoys it. For her, it's like it's like a sport. She'll, she'll <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not even looking for a car sometimes. She'll just go in there just to beat them up, tease them. Excellent. At, at, least, at least I like to think so because they deserve it. I had to say this to myself and to my mom several times during this process that you, you can't make the mistake of thinking of them as human beings because they're not people. They're car dealers. Yeah. And they yeah. will lie to your face, so do not feel bad about foisting your piece of stratus on them and yeah. getting as much as we possibly well, can. I don't know. I guess they're, you can't think of them as people when they're in no. salesman mode. If they're on duty, right. they're, if they're not on people. Duty. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, there were multiple encounters with multiple dealers We're trying to get my mom a, a Toyota. And, well, it, it's, it's done now. She's, she's got a, a brand-new 2013 Camry Hybrid. Which oh, is cool. awesome. It's like a spaceship in there. It's got this big touch screen. Shows you how the energy is flowing from batteries to engines to <laughs> electric motors from the brakes back into the batteries when you use the brakes and all that stuff. The overly complicated diagram on the overly bright screen that's only sucking up more of those batteries. <laughs> Good point. But yeah, it's going to get a solid 40 miles to the gallon. and Cool. And it's it's kind of cool how the engine will just shut off when you're going 70 miles an hour. The engine will turn off if you have enough electricities. Cool. Yeah, that's weird. So, congratulations on the, on the new car. Yeah, she got a really good deal. It, you know, that's on paper that's like a $28,000 car and she paid 23. So, um, you know, got her a good rate, got two two grand for the broken Stratus. Um, great. <laughs> yeah, they opened with uh, they wanted to start at 900 for the Stratus, so getting up to 2k, I felt pretty good about that. Uh, but yeah, and then of course, uh the last, the last thing again, you know, when you think you shake hands with the, you shake hands with the dealer, you've made the deal that you needed to make. You shake hands with the dealer, you think you're done. All you got to do now is the, the paperwork to make it official, right? So then you go into the finance guy's office, and the finance guy, he's got to go through the 11 pages of the 30 different documents that you have to sign for the loan and to make the car yours and to give them the limited power of eternity to change the title and. And they didn't have the dot matrix printer. They actually had a a digital uh, screen built into the desk, 
and the documents appear on it. You sign them electronically. That part was neat. Fancy. Right up until – yeah, I was impressed, right? Right up until he said, um, okay, now we have to do them all again in paper because the banks want them in paper. Like, well, what the, what the fuck was the point of the, of, of the digital ones then? But, okay, so anyway, you think you're done, but you're not done at this point because – his job is not just to get you to sign the required documents. His job is to now send you, sell you an extended warranty and or oh, and insurance on your loan. So these are the products that he sells. The salesmen sell cars. His products are the you know he's the finance guy. So they're they're the warranty and the, the other thing. Okay. And and so at this point is is pushing eleven at night. You're kidding. When we got to this point, they it was stay like 10, there that 10, long. Ten forty-five. Well, if you're if you're buying a car, they will stay. Yes. You know, and this young salesman, I felt kind of bad. Actually, he was he was a, an enthusiast. Um, so, you know, um, I actually did did like him, which was making it harder to, uh, you know, to not think of him as a human being. Yeah. So but, wait, while you're in with the finance guy at 11 p.m., mm-hmm. is this? Oh, he's stuck there. Is this poor salesman still milling about? Yeah, he has to wait because his job is to. He's going to go through the manuals with us, and he's going to. Well, frankly, neither of us knew how to turn the car on. Um, the car's kind of fancy. You don't put a key in it. There's a button, but the button doesn't work unless you're standing on the brake and so on. Oh my so, goodness! Okay. And the key just has to be in your pocket or your purse or whatever. You caress this one area of the door and it unlocks and lights up, but the button doesn't do anything unless you have the key and are standing on the brake. And um, they call that two-factor authentication, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so we got to this. So it's pushing eleven o'clock. It's probably uh, ten forty-five or ten fifty. And the guy gets to the warranty part, and he says, you know, the Camry Hybrid, very complicated vehicle. Uh, it has two different computers that, that run the, the hybrid system, and each one of them costs $6,500. Oh, and, you know, and I've seen people come in with 8000 You know, you've already bought the car, so now he can dog Toyota's reliability, I guess. He says, I've seen people come in with brand new Camry Hybrids and, and walk out with $8,000 repair bills. And, and, I, and I said... And I, I stopped him before he could get that sentence out. I said, "I, you know, Mike, I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's getting very late. We haven't had dinner. And I need you to skip this step because we're comfortable with the coverage that comes on the car. Nice. That's well and, said. And he said, I thought so. I thought it was direct uh, and not, not rude, but, but I was making my intention clear. Yeah, and there goes his and, commission. So he's going to waffle. He doesn't roll over on this. He's going to push on. He says, um, he says, I, I, you know, I understand what you're saying. Uh, and yes, it's very late, but, and I wouldn't even mention it, but these Camrys, uh, these hybrids, you know, they're very, very complicated machines. And I, and I, and this time I cut them off and I said, and this is why Toyota offers an eight year coverage on the high, on the whole of the hybrid system, exactly to get people over their anxiety about buying these cars. So, we are comfortable with that coverage, and you need to stop. He says, yes, but that eight-year cover- coverage doesn't cover the computers. It covers the battery and the motor and the generator, but it doesn't cover the computers. And I was like, we're going to skip this. And my mom was like, well, I'm coming back tomorrow. for." She had to come back the next day for something. Um, so if I want to add that later, can I add it tomorrow? And he's like, fine. So he's satisfied with that. But, which, okay. So then we get the car. We get out of there. I got home my wife had gone to bed um i hadn't eaten so i had to you know ate something and then you know stayed up a bit later and i have to half expected my mom to call me when she got to her house to tell me she hadn't figured out how to turn the car off <laughs> because well because i've driven uh i've driven our friend chris's car and his has the smart key and the fancy push button start the that that fancy uh fancy german machine of his and you have to push the button twice 
Otherwise, you can walk away from the car and it's technically still on or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, so I thought, you know, anyway. But I, the next day, I got to my mom. Well, I, I woke up. I did a little research on the um, the internet. And I found, just to make sure that that finance guy was lying to our faces, uh, which is the truth. The, that's what he was doing. The computers are covered just like every other part of the hybrid system. Okay, good. And there are two of them. That part was true. Right. But they are they are covered components of that eight-year, 100,000-mile uh, uh, hybrid system warranty. So I got made sure I got in touch with my mom because I knew she was going back to the dealer and they were going to they were gonna push her, probably, sure. because she left the door open for that. And I, I had to make sure that she told them no. Uh, I think what I told my mom is that, you know, that, that what, what he was doing is what's known as... Well, known to us as lying to our faces, but known to car salesmen as Monday. <laughs> All right. It was it was Monday when she bought the car, but so yeah, that was a little. I got a little pissed off about that, but but she got a good deal, and hopefully it'll be a good car for her. Uh, and I won't get calls in the morning about blown fuses. Cool. Yeah. So there's there's that. Um, let's see. Other other f- follow up, which we'll we'll go through quickly. My job search continues. I applied today to a place in the D.C. area, so mm. I, I was told the Beltway. by the smart. Yeah, I was told by the smart people who convinced me to get this degree that that's where the jobs were, and today I applied for one of those one of those jobs. Okay, so you're gonna, um, you're going to end I, up being one of these uh, sleazy lobbyists that we were talking about last week, right? That's that's what I'm. That's hoping, what you yeah. applied for. Okay. I, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then my final piece of follow-up, I turned in my big silly paper. I think I turned it in when I when we recorded last week, but I got I just at dinner this evening I got an email from my fr- professor. She gave me a 96 on the paper, nice, which I guess I can handle. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, I. I ugh. Why are you making bad noises? I, I need that's to read ninety six, man. That's good. It's a, well, I know, but I, I read also read her comments and like and and she was absolutely right about her comments. It's just that you know when you work so hard, it's um. Although some of the things she said, I knew were I knew were problems with the paper, but I got an A, so I still have I still have actually one more thing uh, to turn in. Why are you not my- done yet? <laughs> I know. Um, you keep you keep convincing me that this is the last thing, the last big silly paper, the last weird class, the last. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's one more thing. I have to write this this case study thing. It's a formality um, for my other class. Uh, I got an A on the finals for that other class too, but I still have to do this case study thing. It's ten percent of the total grade, and right now, if I didn't do it at all, which I considered, I would get an eighty-six in the class, and that would be my only B in grad school. So I have to do it, but it only has to be half as good as it could be. It only has to be – I only need five out of the ten possible points okay. right. <laughs> to get an A in the class and to preserve my, my 4.0 GPA. But that doesn't mean I won't end up writing ten pages because that's what happens. Hmm. But well, it's, it's good that you know you have a, enough integrity not to completely blow it off. But I, I like that you know, yeah. you're know <laughs> you pragmatically thinking, thinking about your, uh, your grade. That's kind of funny. Now, if, yeah, you, well, if you, know, you tell me – in two episodes mm-hmm. that you have parking tickets mm-hmm. and you can't get your master's, oh I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> that is so possible. I don't have any parking tickets. Are, I know that. I know this. I don't care. If if there's if there's a, a snag. <laughs> mm, oh, God. There almost has the to be. The listeners and I will I, riot. Uh, will revolt. 
Well, I, 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 and here's the other thing. Do I, um, do you think I should go to commencement? No. You think I should walk? No. 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 Are you gonna buy, <laughs> you gonna buy a ring too? I mean, what are you talking about? I'm not gonna buy a fucking ring, but I would have to buy a cap of gum yeah. to walk. What? I don't understand. I don't know. You got family in town? I don't understand. Why would you walk? Well, you know, my parents are here. Hmm. They've seen you walk times before. <laughs> my mom thinks I should. Hmm. I don't know. Skip it. <laughs> so you're voting for skipping it. Okay. Yeah. Skip it and edit this episode. That's that's what I say. Edit this episode instead of walking? Absolutely. Okay. Your co-host and the listeners will thank you. Okay. I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that uh, means. Unless you make it, unless you like live, uh, you know, video. Live cast it? Live cast I could, your, your I could wear it. I've been, I was about to order a GoPro because uh, I'm going to do a track day coming up. So I was thinking of ordering, ordering a GoPro. I could wear it on my head as I, as I walk and shake a Genshaft's shaft. Her her <laughs> wrinkly shriveled hand. Uh, uh, she's so scary looking. And then, and then that still won't make very good audio. So yeah. All right. Yeah, See, it, it won't. It won't. You theater know. of the mind. Yeah, it's not good. Skip it. Okay. All right. Well, your your vote is your vote is is noted. I don't know. I have till August second to. Oh, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. It? Be here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to register by tomorrow, or it's it's been skipped for me. Mm-hmm. My mom wanted me to do it. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I, All right, well, I wanted on. to have no follow-up on this episode. and What are you talking about? 20, this is no follow-up. We've got we're 20 only, minutes only, of follow-up. We're 20 minutes in, and, there's pra- and, this, and yeah, this is like no follow-up for us. Compared, Did you run this week? Compared to last week. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> don't answer that. Um, okay. Listeners, not answer it. You want to introduce our topic? All right. Our topic is uh, kind of... <clears throat> near to my heart, near near mm-hmm. to my heart. It, Which part of your heart? Uh, the sub. It's in the subcockle. It's definitely subcockle. Subcockle, way down there. Way down. Okay. Uh, it's it's notes, notes and lists. Um, notes. I have this deep seated need to write down my thoughts. You know, sometimes it's pen on paper. Usually it's uh, fingers on keyboard, just because that's my normal posture. Mm-hmm. But I, for a lot of reasons, I want to I want to talk about notes and lists. I want to I want to know what other people do. I want to know how to stop myself from going crazy when you know I can't get my list just right, or you know I start getting down weird rabbit holes of making lists of lists and then stressing out about that my my tags aren't sorted and whatever whatever whatever. So can we, can we talk about that? Is that too uh, too weird? No, I think this is good. Um... Yeah, I, I, in fact, I, I teased this topic on the, well, this is not the topic, first of all, this is not the topic, listeners, that we teased in the show last week. Yeah, we, well, have, we th- do, That was the long tease. We should have to apologize that. Like Matt said, the long tease, yeah. we will get to the uh, structured learning versus independent learning. Next week. Mm, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. It's, um, it's yeah. coming. But I did tease this topic, the lists and notes topic on the at least you're trying Facebook page and got some comments, people talking about what they do. Uh, and I, I can certainly tell you, uh, what I do, but let me, let me, let me see if I'm hearing you correctly. So you, you have developed the, I think laudable habit of, would you call that ubiquitous capture? Uh, yeah, that's what, that's or what that's I'm going the for. Ideal. 
Uh, that's the idea. I want, that's what you're going for. Um, I don't want to have stuff rattling around in my brain that mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember for later for no really good reason. I would rather just write that stuff down somewhere where I yeah. can get to it easily later. That's yeah the goal. You know that the what you just said about not having stuff rattling around in your brain. I think that's a part of this um, that I did not appreciate very much until that part of it was highlighted by uh, some of our podcast heroes, uh, you know, notably Merlin Mann. Um, that idea of getting something out of your brain and onto paper can uh, reduce reduce friction and and anxiety that might otherwise without your knowledge, be keeping you from doing something. Yeah, it's um, it's a distraction, really. Uh, what it comes down Definitely. to for me is that, uh, that I, I'm more focused when I'm not bouncing around in my own head about mm-hmm. stuff that I could be doing or want to be doing five years in the future, you know, to mm-hmm. circle back to our, um, our right. other previous topic. Yeah, it's, it's nice to just get that stuff out, um, have a place for it, have a place to review it later, which I'm terrible at reviewing it later uh we can talk about that we probably should talk about that no we're gonna um okay so now the first thing you said was have a place for it um but when you were describing your process it sounded like you have multiple places yeah is that a problem uh it can be and you know you got to make a list of the places you put stuff even Mm, getting to the list of lists already. Yep. I thought it would be a while before we got to no, list of lists. No, see, I'm already, I'm already going there. But um, do you have a text file with lists of your text files? Uh, no, I have. You liar! I have a text file with a list of my uh, inboxes, though. And I don't know what I don't know what that means. I'm gonna uh, an inbox is anything, any place, any mm, even nook or cranny in your brain that you need to check for new stuff. Could be your email inbox Whoa. in Gmail. It, okay, you know, so I have a I have a Gmail. That, That's a website, right? Yes, G, Gmail. That's on the internet. Uh, is a website. Okay. Are they a sponsor? I, I don't think so. Um, no. So it could be your webmail uh, host service of choice inbox. You know, I have that for mm-hmm. personal stuff. We now have a uh, a, a podcast email, by the way. Uh, that's a l y t dot show at gmail dot com. Just throwing that out there. Oh, hey, hey. So for the listeners, let's just let's hit that one more time, Jody. Go ahead. Uh, if they want to give us direct feedback or or send us their own personal screeds and manifestos, mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. email us at one more time a l y t dot show mm-hmm. at gmail dot com. Awesome! That's, I didn't even know about this, Jody. That it's in the feed. It's in the feed. Matt, if you had looked at the feed, you would know this. Look at the feed. I don't need to look at the feed. I'm in the feed. I am the feed. Well, you, I'm not the you're feed. Not you're the, the feed, feed, Jody. You got to put the show. feed. You got to put the feed in text editor and really look at it. Like really look at it. So that's Are you kidding me. Alpha Lima Yoda Tango dot show at gmail dot com. Okay, uh, I'm glad you spelled it for us. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So that's uh, that's another inbox. And then, but what blew my mind about what you just said was that you can you conceptualize parts of your brain as inboxes. Sure. Can you give me an example of that? Because I'm not quite following. Okay. When you're standing in your backyard and noticing that there's weeds or your lawnmower needs gas or mm-hmm. there's bricks loose or whatever your soffits falling down yeah like against soffits oh uh, yeah okay down. yeah I'm sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't even mention the soffits no don't mention the soffits but that bit of 
I don't know, incompleteness that you experience there for mm-hmm. me is, is kind of locked into a part of my mind that I only access when I'm standing in the backyard. Okay, so this is like this is like a context piece. A little bit. This yeah. is okay. So, so when in that context, yeah, uh, you know, all of those things are completely obvious. What's not obvious is how much that stuff stresses me out when I'm everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would view that part of my brain in that context as an inbox. Like I have somewhere okay, so- in there that I need to pull weeds. You know. Okay, so. That's a bad, All right. that's I guess a bad it's just, example. I guess it's just the nomenclature that I'm not familiar with. So you're saying you're so this is this is a list of lists is what is what I'm hearing. Because not you've got quite. a list of things in your well, hear me out. You've got a list of things that are in your various uh, more literal inboxes, meaning the ones on the internet, or maybe a, an even more literal inbox that it, you actually I don't know if people still have this but if you have a, a box on your desk I mean these that that word that phrase inbox comes from a physical object that people used to have on their desk sure I have one of those too you do sure oh, that's awful and that's on the list of inboxes Jesus um, okay so there's a list there there's a list there there's a list in the other place but then you're saying in your mind you have these these mental lists which are context dependent like you have the list about maybe landscaping you have another list about um, home improvement or maybe those are the same list you have another list maybe called groceries you have another thing called um, you know my five-year plan are these are these the inboxes no that's the, the, a list of lists yeah, you're kind of con- conflating inboxes with lists. Uh, inboxes, I want to stress, is something where new stuff shows up and that you have to check occasionally to get that new stuff. You got to triage. Yeah. Or does that that come later? It kind of comes later, but the fact is you have to go back to that place. Like an email inbox, like the inbox on your desk, or like your text messages. You know, something where something shows up, it's a place where something shows up that you have no control over. What you do have control over is then making a list, like taking the stuff out of those inboxes and making a list of those. Oh boy, I'm yeah. just like throwing all these terms around. I, I don't even know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm such a such a terrible getting things done procrastinator. I, yeah, I shouldn't be talking about this. I'm not qualified. But I need. But I need help. Equally, podcast universe, help me. Okay, well let let me let's let's see what the universe is telling you. I don't think you've you've probably seen the comments. I I put up or rather Neil did on our site. Uh, any thoughts on lists or notes, listeners? Matt and Jody are preparing for an emotional episode about how lists function in their work and lives to make things better slash worse. Do lists add or subtract from your life? Question mark. Okay, I didn't see those. You didn't see these comments. I, well, let I me. Didn't see let me... Them. Well, I had some of them dictated to me. Oh, okay. Uh, read read to me. Uh huh. By, by probably someone close to you who has a Facebook account. Exactly. Uh, it was a dramatic okay. reading. <laughs> mm, did she act them out? Or were there no, but it, you know, different voices? It was in a, it was in a semi-public venue. Uh, and so mm-hmm. seeing the <laughs> the other people's... Like Shakespeare in the Park? Is that what she Not was Not quite. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it was uh, Shakespeare at the at the martial arts dojo. Shakespeare in a dojo. Shakespeare at the dojo. Uh, so, okay. yeah, so some of our friends... A Midsummer Night's uh, Roundhouse Kick. Exactly. Go ahead. So a, a lot of our... Uh, Ninja friends were uh, were staring a bit as uh, my partner was preparing me for this very podcast. It was quite funny. Was it just because she was being too loud? 
Well, the, I mean, for a nin- for ninjas. Oh, there's people screaming and hitting stuff in there. Like you gotta you gotta be a little bit loud to make yourself heard. Hmm. Okay. That's it. That's a yeah. Ninjas aren't quiet all the time. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, there's probably a lot I don't know about ninjas. Hmm. I'm gonna have to. Um, I was gonna say I would have to try to like sneak into one of the ninja parties, but that's probably not a good idea, right? Because mm, no. ninjas they're they're totally looking for that. But Neil, uh, ninja episode added to the uh, looming topics doc. Thank you. I'm gonna put that on a card. Okay, ninja episode. All right, go on. Um, so you've you've uh, you've heard some of the comments. Yeah, I have. Okay, I think my favorite was uh, our friend who said. You got to come up with a pseudonym on the spot. You know this. You know how oh, this works. Boy, um, he is um, ten gallon hat man. I'm gonna say. Good. Okay, I got it. He's got a giant melon. Um, <laughs> that's not. That's not good. We can come up with a better one, but that's on the spot. Mm. Anyway, he says he's great at making lists of the things that uh, that he has to do, and he's even better at ignoring those lists. Yeah, his exact words were, I'm very good at putting together detailed to-do lists to help organize ongoing projects in my life. I'm even better at completely ignoring the lists once they have been completed. And then, and that's when Neil, Neil asked some good questions. He, he asked, um, does the list help then, or does it make you more productive than you would have been without, or does it just make you feel better while you're making the list and then feel worse later when you're ignoring it? Those are good questions. His response to that was two-part. He said that, joking aside, his list-making does help. What I've learned to do, at least in my work life, every morning I review my list of ongoing projects, tasks, and help desk items. These are captured in a ticketing system so I can update and track progress on them. And I create a small (laughs) daily work list of the items. (laughs) And I create a small – what? That's just a little little window into uh, the kinds of experiences that that me and Tin Gallon Hat Man share. Yeah. Yeah. The ticketing system. Yeah. I well, yeah, I could I, I could sort of I, I have I have no experience with that personally, but I I was pretty able to imagine what that was like and I thought you might know something about that too. Um he says from that he creates a small daily work list of the items that I think I could complete that day, the small daily list helps keep me focused and doesn't seem nearly as insurmountable as the full list of open items. Then he goes on to say, I'm not nearly as organized in my personal life. When I make a list for home stuff, I'm much more likely to just feel worse about it later for ignoring it. Perhaps I need to create a help desk slash ticketing system for home as well. So. Wow. A bug tracker for your house. Bug tracking, yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, that does, hmm. that definitely does seem like a rabbit hole I would, I would fall into though. Yeah. No, and, that sounds right up your alley. That's yeah. what I was thinking when I read it. I've probably, I've probably thought about that a little bit. What's really helped me with some of this, though, and this gets to you know your obsession with index cards, <clears throat> is ah. it? It's nice sometimes to just have a a small thing, a small space where you're just. It doesn't have to be a permanent list. It doesn't have to be a long-standing list. It doesn't even have to be a list you're gonna come back to later and feel guilty about. It's just mm-hmm. putting it putting it down for right now. Mm-hmm. Can be really helpful, even if you're assuming. Yeah. Like I've found it handy to tell myself that okay, that you know this, it, this doesn't have to be a permanent thing for long-term storage. This doesn't have to be one of my canonical text files. I just need to make a little list right now, and I can throw it away later. No big deal. Well, that's yeah. Well, exactly. That's the thing about index cards, and and of course I didn't invent this, but 
that's what I like about the flexibility of carrying around a, a few index cards and, and a pen. My my early attempts at this, when I thought the, the hipster PDA idea was so clever, um, yeah, I, those weren't those weren't all that long lasting. First of all, a couple of them went through the wash, and um, yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah. really that'll really well, destroy the hipster PDA there. And they are not they are not water resistant. And when I had invested all this time and like mental energy in what I thought was the vast potential of this new system to change my life, and then it went through the wash. I was really, I was really upset about it, and it seemed like a giant setback. And it made your jeans all pilly. It, yeah, it makes my jeans pilly. That sounds acceptable in, in a way that seems kind of silly now. So I, I, I don't do that. I don't have the, the color cards separating my stack of index cards into different sections. But I do have, um, I do like to carry around cards, and the most functional reason, or the most, the, the, the most useful thing about that, the, well, there's two things. Number one, it's great to if somebody is trying to tell you something that is important, you can just hand them a card and a pen and say, "Write that down for me," or draw a and, picture, and, or draw a picture, and they can and they could do that, and then you can have that later. This helps for somebody who who maybe um, maybe has trouble remembering things for various reasons the next day about conversations they've had late at night. If you if you follow me, so that that's useful. Uh, and sometimes the next morning, quite amusing. The other thing I like is I can write a note to somebody and <laughs> hand it to them. Okay, so that's a nice thing about having index cards. And, you know, I don't have to find a piece of paper to give somebody a note. But then the most useful thing is I can just I can just have a daily list running or a weekly list running or both. I really like to have both. And and then I can throw that thing away. And, you know, because one thing you, hadn't, you haven't yet mentioned, but it was mentioned by at least one person in the, in the comments when we... When when Neil was asking about lists on on the Facebook, that first of all crossing things off of the list, that feels really good. Very satisfying, right? sure. Here, let me ask you this: Be honest, have you ever done something and then after it was done, added it to your list so that you could cross it off? Absolutely. I totally have done that. I've done that this week twice. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. No, you know, I, I do that all the time. Uh, yeah, you know, saying it out loud sounds silly, but I really, I really don't silly. think so. Um, you no. Know, if, yeah. You got to give yourself credit, you know, for for doing something useful, even if it wasn't something that you captured when you made that list at the start of the day, or, or because or if you really, you know, if you'd made that list correctly the first time, it would have been mm-hmm. on there. It should have mm-hmm. been there. Right, it was. Uh, it's what was it? Present participle. Uh, what was it? It's retro, retro currently. <laughs> retro currently false, but present participle true. Uh, the, I think that was it. I, think I don't know. <laughs> we made those up last week. Yeah, which could have been show uh, titles, but you, I think you chose the right show title. Okay. Well, you know, Neil has his reasons. So, so yeah, I do that, and you're right. It does sound super silly when you admit it, but you got it. You got to give yourself credit, and that's the other functional thing about a list. In addition to just organizing things to do. It's a way of giving yourself credit and monitoring your progress that, you know, that, that, that feels good, at least if you're getting done. Of course, if you're not, it feels bad. And that's, that's the other side of it. And that's what our friend 10 gallon hat was talking about. Yeah. Because when you put something on a card, like I did last week, I said I was going to apply for a job every day. And at the end of the week, I hadn't applied for five jobs. (laughs) I only asked for five out of myself of the week, and I don't. I think I only got four. So this week I hit it a little harder, and I, I would say at this point my average is over one a day for for that period. That's uh, that, that's good though. 
Yeah. Um, God. I feel like such a talking about that. I was talking to our friend, um, the, the, the Christmas storyteller, and she was saying that she figures her resume to interview ratio is somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 to 1. Hmm. And that's really discouraging to hear since yeah. I'm you know, in a job search right now. Wow. Because, at, well, at my rate, it'll be... Years. <laughs> years. All right, so, but but back to lists. I, I think that my process is probably similar to to others alluded to by our our triers, the triers that commented on the on the site. I, I got this idea from from Merlin, um, our, our our personal productivity guru, a, a few years maybe, or I don't think I've been listening for a few years, but over a year ago, that that making that list making in the context of your job is. Well, first of all, he said this in the most recent work that that's not that that's making a list, putting having a piece of paper filled up with things you need to do is not the same as doing work. But many, many, many episodes ago, he took something that I took to heart. He called that that he called that this list making process. He called it meta work, and he said that meta work is maybe the right thing to do at the start of your day because when you first come in. You, you know, email, really? That's that's the opposite of what you want to do. That'll just make you crazy and anxious and blast your attention in a million different ways and 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 give give people who don't who don't care about your personal your rich inner world um <laughs> it'll, it'll give them too much epistemic access to your brain. I don't know if he made that point, but that's that's the point I'm making now. That is that, the the functional component of that. That's true. Yeah. So if you start with email, you're just you're opening your your mind up to the concerns of all these other people when you maybe haven't you know maybe you're a slow starter like me and you haven't taken the time to think about what what kind of day you need to have uh, you're opening your your mind up to things that other people control Mm -hmm. you don't Mm -hmm. know what's waiting for you there that is an awful place to start it's an awful place to start. I think I think Merlin is, was absolutely right about that. So what I do in the because I used to start my day that way, and now I realize how how bananas that is. But now what I do uh, so at work, uh, you know, I'm a professional educator. I get there early six six thirty six forty in the morning. Ouch. I have instead of using index cards at work, my index cards are for my uh, larger life. In the building in which I work, I have these. You know the legal pads that are not legal size? They're, they're, they're like a miniaturized version. They're like a, a wee, sort of twee legal pad. The really small ones that are like f- yes. four by six? Or like yeah, a, it's like, like, the, the, like the size of a Kindle, whatever the f*** that is. Okay, all right, sure. <laughs> so it's, it's, not, it's not eight and a half by 11. No, no, it's smaller, smaller than, that. than that. Yeah, it's a wee... I'm trying, I'm looking through a drawer here like I could show it to you somehow through the... I don't know why I'm looking for one. It's all right, it's... I'm, Smaller than a legal pad, smaller yeah. than a normal piece of paper. Okay, so I, that's what I use at work. And so when I get to work, I I sit down and I write the the day at the top of the list. The date is not super important. Uh, I just put the day of the week because that has a larger functional uh, influence on the day. So like certain thing, there are certain things that I wouldn't try to do on a Monday or a Friday that might make the list on a on a Tuesday Wednesday. Uh, Thursday kind of thing, you know. I don't know. Maybe that's a little weird, but <laughs> that's not weird. But okay, uh, I'm I'm paranoid about writing the full full date on everything. That comes from my 
college days as a as a physics student when you huh. wrote in ink in your lab book the date, Ooh. just in case whatever you were doing was going to win you a Nobel Prize. No oh, one yeah. could dispute it. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, maybe I should start doing that because my my lists are are maybe at that level. Yeah, but there's a Nobel Prize of Nobel level. Yeah, secondary education, right? Hmm. There ought to be. Anyway. I was going to try to make a dynamite joke, but I got nothing. <laughs> so I, I I write the day, and then I and I make I make a list of the things I have to do, and some of them some of them are the same every day. Some of them go on the on the list every single day, and some days some things like some days I'll put email on the list, and some days I won't. Like frankly, email is not going to make the list on a f- Monday, and uh, but it probably will on Friday. Okay, okay. Here here's something which I kind of think you might be getting at it and I want to know if you do mm-hmm. these lists mm-hmm. um, do you copy the stuff from the previous day onto the new day the stuff that didn't didn't make it or the stuff that didn't get done or the stuff yeah. that you... well okay so y- sometimes yes so here so the the legal pad the little twee legal pad I can usually get unless it's a really nuts day I can usually get two days on a page uh, because I don't use a whole line, I'll, I write real small and I make little little bullets, and sometimes I put bullets next to bullets instead of under bullets, and and I at the end of the day, you know, and I cross things out throughout the day, and at the end of the day, if sometimes there are things that didn't get done, it, it depends. Sometimes that means I need to before I leave the building, I have to sit down at my computer and do something. I I, I had to write a recommendation for this kid by this day. And I said I was going to do it, so I better sit down at the computer and follow through like a gentleman. Or sometimes those things, if there's room for them to slide, I'll just circle them. And if the page isn't getting folded over, like if the next day's list is going to be on the same page, then I'll just circle them and leave them. But if the next day's list is going to be on the, the next page, then I'll go ahead and copy them over to the next page before I leave for the day. You know, so so yeah, I, I, I definitely do... I definitely do some of that. And that's the thing. I fold the pages over. I don't tear them off and throw them away. I fold the, the pages over and I use a binder clip to keep them pinned back. But I can always go back and see what I did on previous days. And I really like that. And I fill up like three of these in a school year. Uh, maybe maybe four. I think I think it takes me about a quarter term to fill up one. All right. That's cool. Uh, and I use the backs for things. Like, okay, so the back of the page. Let's say I have to, I have to sit down. I, I've given my kids a, a test. And I grade the test, and now I have to come up with a, a scale scale scores. So I have to scale it. So that that's something that I prefer to do on pencil and paper. And I do that on the back of one of my list pages, and I can always know how how far back. So if I forget, like let's say that it's two weeks later before you know, you know, freaking Ringo who who's been absent and then who's blown me off a bunch of times. It's, it might be two weeks before he makes up that test. And now I gotta remember how to scale his score. Well, I know I did that on the back of one of these pages, and I gave the test on a Tuesday, so I probably scaled it on a Wednesday. So I just have to flip back, and I can find it, you know. So I and I keep those, and they 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 all go in a in a very in a safe place. I'm not gonna say it on on the air, obviously. I don't want people to know where my lists are. No, no, you can't give away the no the list area. Yeah, they're in an RFID protected. Uh, space. <laughs> they're, they're in a Faraday cage, Fair, just in case. Faraday cage, nice. Um, okay, it's it's nice. It's actually comforting for me to hear you say that you do weird, fiddly things with, with your lists as well. 
Um, yeah, even though but like, your lists are on a little notepad and my lists are in Evernote or whatever. Mm. But yeah, but like, but like you said, sitting down in the morning and getting that stuff on paper and of course I leave myself room to add things throughout the day and then sometimes I get to a certain part of the day and I might I, and I'll I'll circle something and draw an arrow up and to the right and that means you know what that thing got bumped that's gone that's not happening today like okay so I have you know I have to write a certain number of recommendations or whatever or let's see what are other things that are sometimes flexible you know I said I would talk to a guidance counselor on behalf of this kid who's getting the shaft in 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 some way, maybe that's maybe that's gonna get circled and and, and bumped. Okay. And you know, and those decisions are. Uh, w- since I've been a grad student, like some of the some of the stuff, like I was saying, sometimes if the deadline's up, it's time to sit down at the keyboard. And before you leave the building, it doesn't matter how much you want to leave the building, you need to sit down and follow through on something you said you were gonna do. But. Um, since I've been a grad student, I'll have uh, I, I've had class after school at you know that starts at at five. So if my class starts at five, I can't hang around and write two more recommendations. Uh, I gotta I gotta leave. So there, there there've been times where I have hard outs and things have just things have just got to get bumped. Even things that are theoretically important. We have you know we have. Some of the things that I wish I had one of my bonkers notepads here with me. Um, some of the things that we do are, are um, paperwork stuff, right? Like, like for example, if grades are due at at 3 p.m. on a given Tuesday, well, those grades have got to be there at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday, or or well, number one, the first consequence is my name gets called out over the intercom. Here's the thing about the intercom. Have I told you about this? Wait a minute. The teachers get called out over the intercom. You heard me. So it'll be the end of the day, so the kids will be clearing out, and somebody and you know the deadline was three o'clock, which makes no sense. The deadline should be like three ten, you know, because first of all, who gives a shit about that ten minutes? You're not. It's not like they have to be in the. It's not like there's some federal requirement <laughs> of what exactly what time they get there's input. A man I mean, in yeah, black, there is some data entering those things at three o two. No, so it should be three ten because if because we teach classes until three, so making the deadline three means that. I will occasionally <laughs> this has happened this year. I will occasionally leave my classroom unintended with a bunch of, you know, idiot 10th graders in there and oh, some of them might listen to the show. A bunch of uh brilliant young minds in there and um and run down to the the wow. office to turn in my grades. Okay. Um I think that might actually be illegal. I'm not sure I should have admitted that on air. Yeah. Cut that out. Neil. Neil, cut that out. So, you know, if it was 310, then you could just, I could have my grades done, and when the bell rings, I could walk down there like a gentleman and hand them in, but, but, but no. So, okay, there's that. But if, uh, after the kids have sort of, after they've done the afternoon announcements and the kids are kind of gone for the buses, there'll still be plenty of them in the hall. They'll start calling the teachers' names over the intercom who have not made the deadline. I can, I can now, hear the kids echoing it through the hallways as well. Oh, yeah, the kids think that's funny. Yeah. And it, you know, and you know what? When I was brand new and I was a total mess, I had a rough couple of first years, like like many teachers do. Not all, but like many like many new teachers do. I had I had some tough times, and I was I was called over the intercom, I, not 
regular. I wouldn't say regularly, but let's say maybe two times, two or three times my first year, and maybe twice the second year. So not every time, but enough to make you remember it. Yeah, right. So then, but then, but then, then wait. So now, those are the first couple years. I've been working there nine years, so let's let's call it. Let me just be because maybe it happened some the third, maybe it happened like once the third year, but let's say in the the following six years, it has I've never been late with my grades, okay, and yet <laughs> today to this day, like at the end of this school year when I turned in my fourth quarter grades for this year, so that I could disappear to Bonnaroo and you know go do your go, thing, you know, shake out the sillies, dance in the mud, exactly. Um, when I went down there, every single time I get there, maybe I'm a day early. Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just on my lunch and they're due at the end of the day. And the woman every time says, wow, this is the first time you've been early. Every time. So the fact that I was one of the people who was known for being late for a couple of years makes that part of my permanent story. I see. Uh, and there's no one. It doesn't matter how many times I'm on time. <laughs> I'm I'm the guy who's expected to be late, and so I get like, I get like these these anti compliments about wow you're really doing well this time. You look at that, you're a whole five minutes early. F- you. <sighs> yeah. So that's still going on, but whatever. You know, I understand it, and I I don't get called out on the intercom now. Um, but anyway, my point I guess the, that was a derail, but the point was that if that's on the list, well. That's gonna happen, even if that means that you know the last two classes of the day are watching MythBusters, right. <laughs> so I can get that done. I have I have my ways. I got a whole drawer full of MythBusters. Let me put it that way. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I should say that this topic probably came about mm-hmm. from a, a recent podcast episode that I listened to and and really really got me, really took me. Um, it's, it, I believe you're talking about Back to Work, episode 129. Back to Work, episode 129. Okay. Yeah. I've listened to it twice now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, f- I feel like this sh- this show is, is kind of my my own podcast habit confessional. You know, I can I can tell everybody that uh, mm-hmm. how how many podcasts I listen to, and they're, I listen to them at crazy speeds. And uh, I've listened <laughs> to this one twice, this particular episode twice now. My mom thought that was really funny, by the way. Yeah, and when uh, I ran into you randomly at the at the sushi place, which was funny. Um, <laughs> it was funny. She 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 did tell me that. So I don't want you to lose your thread, but that was extra funny because you were talking to people that I didn't know. I guess they're your ninja friends at a at a table in a different part of the restaurant about the podcast. Absolutely. No, it was even better. Those are like friends of my spouse's cousins. That's like. Are they? They're not ninjas. They're not ninjas. They were like friends. Okay, of they relatives. didn't look like ninjas, no. but I didn't want to judge. No. I didn't want to be judging. Uh, no, you can pretty much tell that okay. they weren't ninjas. But okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I realized, yeah, completely derailing this. Um, yeah, I missed an opportunity to really, to really pimp this show. Uh, this other guy was thinking about starting his own podcast. I, I should have, uh, you know, given him, I don't know, index cards with the, with the link to the feed on it or something. I'm not sure. Um, these cards. He did. He did give me a really funny soundbite about uh, about the show. I don't know. I wish I'd about had the microphone show? in his face right then. Um, I, I I do regret that. Anyway, yeah. Note to self. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have a list of notes to self. I should. Hmm. But yeah, I need to start pimping uh, the Neil, podcast more. You need to start putting those down. Yeah, okay. take a letter uh, for Jody's notes to self. Right. Okay. All right. So what you were saying though was that that in on this show you feel like you can you can talk about your podcasting habits and and this is your your podcast confessional. Yeah. Um, so this, go ahead, my son. <laughs> This episode really, it got me, really got me, um, and I made all sorts of frantic notes in... Notes about the podcast about notes? Notes in this podcast's notes. That's too confusing. Anyway, I wrote some stuff down for Matt to see so that we could talk about it this week. Mm-hmm. Just because... Which you, which you told me I mustn't read. Yeah, I, I really... At least not on the air. I wish I could have cut it all out, honestly. Um, well, no, you no, you don't, or you wouldn't have written it in there and, and left it. You're right. I wouldn't have left it. Because you could have cut it. You literally could have. You have access to this document. Yeah, and pretty much everything uh, I do that with, I realize uh, on, not second thought, but third thought, that no, it should stay. Mm-hmm. The reason I typed it in the first place is because I wanted it to be seen, at least by Matt. Anyway, uh, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm a sucker, maybe I'm a softie, um, but the, the last... 10 or 15 minutes of the show it was it was basically these people whom I respect saying Jody you need to think about your life your work in a better way you need to do a better job of you know doing everything that you do every day it uh, it really hit, it hit me hard yeah i think i'm sorry go on no i had i had nothing go you sure because I, I really I really am curious about why that was so emotional for you. Were you thinking of it? Were you taking it as... Well, you just said you felt like they were speaking directly to you, directly into the Jody soul. So <laughs> was that... And it, did you interpret it as criticism? No, not criticism. Um, maybe critical encouragement is a, is a better way to put it. That is a good way to put it. You know, for a lot of a lot of my podcasts, a lot of my high-speed podcasts, it's, you know, mm-hmm. tech news um, or just random details about stuff that I follow that I just let wash over me that aren't really important. Not much of it makes me stop and think, oh, yes, uh, I don't spend enough time thinking about things that could make my life better or really seriously yeah. considering um, why I'm unhappy or stressed out and put yeah. that on a list you know don't don't put the hmm. don't put the stupidness of well this is the... having to train a new person and working you know my old position and my new position at the same time and all the details that I need to sort out for you that could... stop making I don't think there's stop making first that of all list. I don't think there's make the I'm sorry I don't mean to I don't mean to cut you off but I don't think there's anything wrong with having that on a certain index card because that's a don't you think that it would just like you said earlier it's valuable to get this stuff that you might not even realize you're thinking about out of your head and onto a piece of paper in order to reduce friction don't you think that the same thing applies here that if that maybe having a bitch list or whatever you want to call it, uh, what did you, what was that terrible word you used earlier? Whinging. Um, whinging. Ugh. ugh. I no, I I would never write that wow. on an index card. As much but... as you curse on the podcast, I can't even believe you're you're offended by whinging. 
Ooh. <laughs> it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I said it again. Look, look, you did. Look, the the point is having having some kind of whinging <laughs> list is is maybe a good idea. Not that you would show that to anyone. No, this is not, this um, is not about a whinging list. You've you've okay. You've I know. I know. No. I know. No. No. That's not. I hang on. What I'm saying is that having that list is not. There's nothing wrong with putting those things down as well to get them out of your brain and onto an index card that you're not you don't have to look at and review you just you have that out of the way and then you can flip from that index card to the other one the one that you're talking about you can look up as it were and and think about maybe you have a five-year card maybe you have a cool things that would add utility to my life or value to my life card or whatever you know? Yeah, that, that's so why it was it, so it's, it's okay to have both. Because I was ignoring, I was ignoring those good cards. I was ignoring those good lists. Okay, but I, I just, I want you to give yourself permission to have the other list too, to have the the, the bitch list. I'm not going to say that word again. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's okay to have that list too, as long as that's not the only list you're looking at. Is all I'm saying. You know, but but having that list, having the bitch list, that might, it maybe might help. Because you can put things on the bitch list and then just say, ah, you can do an exhale, flip from that card to a different card. Like, okay, now what are the things I really want to be thinking about now that I've got that out? It might to, – to literally put that on a card or you know text file, whatever, um, might be liberating in a way and might help you flip the switch more cleanly, if, it, if that makes sense, to the other card. The, the what should what what could I be doing now that I'm not looking at that list anymore now that I got that done what could I be doing to add to my life to you know you know what I mean yeah I think we're in violent agreement here okay. um, <laughs> no I think so too uh it, you're you know <laughs> violent agreement that's another expression I like <laughs> yeah I I'm sure that's not mine but it apply, it definitely applies here you're right I I I I guess my point is that I I don't think you're quite getting across is uh, all I had was the was the was the bitch list the whinge list. Okay. No, I get that. Uh, and I wasn't giving myself permission for the uh, the creative list, the good list, the the yeah. things that you know I really I really would like to work on that I really would like to think about and even if uh, I there were I, I put a couple of quotes in the robot that I took directly from this episode uh, that affected you so deeply. Um, there was he talked about three different maybe three and a half different kinds of lists right and when he got to the 3b list one of the titles he had for that list was percolating creative tasks which i liked uh but he referred to the same list as medium level stuff so it's not he's not talking about the 20 year plan like before i want to die before i die i want to see uh antarctica yeah he's not, he's he, not he's, talking about your staying alive timeline this is it's before that it's kind of before that well, I put that at ten years. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. But you, but I like that title, percolating creative task, that's the and one. the fact that it's medium. Yeah, that's a better one. But the fact that it's medium level is is also important. He also said the stuff that makes your life good, and then then these next two quotes, uh, I know you're going to like. One is that the work that you're being evaluated on now, which would be the stuff that's on your 
daily to-do list, or in my case anyway, on my my little blue twee legal pad that I make my daily lists well, on. What is it you said that, last episode? The the things that you have to worry about with the tenth graders that are coming in in ten minutes. Exactly, I have to have a plan for each class, or my life gets much much worse if I if I you know. Not that they would necessarily. Well, yeah, they can tell. They can. They oh, can they smell know. fear. Yeah. They're like they're like dogs and bees. They yeah, tenth mm, graders the worst. But yeah, he said that the the work that you're being evaluated on now might not be the things that take you two steps further into your cooler future. That's the stuff that needs to be on that other list. Uh, and then the other quote that I wrote down was: "Make sure that you're doing something that's unnecessary, that's cool, and that makes your life better." And I got, I got. Did that get you? I, that I'm not going to lie to you. I got goose pimply when he said that because I was thinking, well, that's our show. Our show is definitely unnecessary. <laughs> There's no question there. It's arguably cool, but it's making our lives better. Hmm. And I thought, you somehow, I mean, let's be honest, Jody. You were the one who said, I, 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 right? You were the one who wanted to do this. This was your idea. It's your show. Oh, it's not my show. It's so not my show. This was your idea. I don't think this was my idea. Yeah, this is totally I, your so idea. how how did this how did this Okay, so what I wanted to ask you, when I heard about that and I got a little goose pimply and I was thinking about how it affected how you said the show affected you, that episode affected you. I wanted to ask you, well, how did you carve out the space in your rich inner world for for, for this show? For your show that we're doing now, uh, it's 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 a constant battle. I, I sometimes suffer from podcaster guilt as well, mm-hmm. but uh, it's nice to uh, to get your thoughts out verbally. I, I in some ways this show is a verbal list, I guess. Oh, it, it doesn't have to go in your list of list inbox list, does it? Um, we'll t- we can talk about uh, transcripts. For the show later, uh, Neil. Transcripts. Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> we we're, we're gonna have to uh, pay Neil even. What, what what's what's twice zero? Exactly. Okay. Uh, we're gonna so have to double double his current salary. No, I, it's not. Uh, yeah, not not really something for my my text file. It's something good for my brain. Um, mm-hmm. Something something unnecessary and kind of cool. Um, something kind of fun. Uh, I've also actually gotten to play with some of the things that I've been meaning to play with, uh, as far as, you mm-hmm. know, s- setting up a server, setting up a feed. Yeah. You know, these are, these are things I was curious about. These are things I wanted to learn about and no better way to learn about them than doing, uh, doing it yourself. Um, ooh, yeah. am I, te- I'm teasing, I'm teasing the learning topic. Look at that. Go like ahead. A pro. The long tease, yeah. if you know what I'm talking about. Hmm. So, um, the thing from that, uh, that podcast episode that, that really got me was, uh, Merlin saying, nobody's going to give you permission to do something cool and make your life better. Right. Yeah, man, that hit me too. Yeah. And this really does tie into the, to next week's topic, the structured versus independent learning, because I just went and got a master's degree Whereas maybe what I should have done is learned a programming language or something on my own. I don't know. Well, the, mm, that knife cuts both ways, my friend. Um, this is mm, that's what she said. Someone 
speaking here who has probably half a dozen programming languages that he wants to learn. <laughs> and all, all he does is use programming languages all day, you know. It doesn't stop just because it's a programming language. In Soviet Russia, language programs you. Program you. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> all right, so about notes and lists. What are you worried about? that you don't think you're doing correctly. Do you think you need a, uh, you need another level of lists? Is that what you're saying? You need the 3B list? I'm not. The, mm, I'm, I'm worried that I'm... I think you need index cards, Jody. I think you need to let I have, the... I have index cards. It's, that's another inbox that I don't like to check, Matt. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. index cards for me are an inbox. Anyway, um, no, I, I'm just worried that I'm getting distracted with the wrong lists and ignoring... Yes. The right list. I'm worried my lists aren't balanced. This is a common theme for me. I can get distracted with the wrong stuff. I can sure. uh, fall rabbit down holes, the wrong rabbit holes. About, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah, I keep saying rabbit holes. Um, we have a listener who says we say nominal too much. Maybe I say rabbit hole too much. I don't know. <laughs> well, but like, for that listener, a good, exa- the a good example rabbit of that. Hole here is that I get distracted with the wrong list. I get distracted writing down the wrong things, and yeah. I don't catch the right stuff. I don't write down the things that I really need to get off my mind. I don't capture what's going to make my life better. Okay. Okay. Well, here's why I'm going to make I'm going to make one more argument. There's no reason this has to be index cards, but I'm going to make one more argument for index cards. <laughs> okay? Uh, because they could easily be uh, they could easily be text files or whatever, whatever your preferred um, your you know, preferred media. But the thing with index cards is that you can carry them around, and it's a lot less annoying than uh, trying to type into your phone or whatever. So yes, of course, you can do text files on your phone, and you can sync that with everything through everything, and you can have it all in the same in your personal little cloud rainbow Care Bear whatever. But um, <laughs> I'm going to argue for index cards because you can you can switch between index cards. So you've got you've got your your bitch list. You never ever check that list for anything. I'm just gonna give you. I'm just gonna throw out some suggestions based on what you've said, because you said you needed help, and you can tell me I'm full of when I'm done. But let me just throw some things out there. You've got your bitch list. You don't check that list for anything. You only pull it out when you have something to bitch about. You write it down, and then you flip it to the back of the stack. You don't ever need to look at that. But the act of putting something on there, I think, could be not just cathartic, but could also help you. Turn that part of your, if you're ruminating or whatever, turn that off a little bit so you can switch to something else. That's not bad. Then you've got a it's couple. A one, it's a, then it's a one way. It's a one way list. It's a, exactly. And by the way, what happens when that card gets full? You tell me. Hmm. You have either. I don't know. You make a new card. You you cross off the things that you no longer care about. You cross off the things you don't no. need to. No, see, Jody, that would require going back and reviewing the card, which you're not doing with that card. Ooh. You don't do that. Here's what you do. You throw it the f*** away. <laughs> when the card gets full, you throw it away, you start a new bitch card. Not a problem. It, it, all it's for is to, like you said, get that stuff out of your head, uh, get a little bit of catharsis there, and give yourself permission to switch. All right. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a it's a wait event in order to move forward, as a as a, a smart man recently told me. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so there's that. So that's one that's one card you have, and you know you 
you need a you need a, a couple spare cards in case you happen to fill up your bitch list. And <laughs> if you have a really bad Wednesday to, or whatever, yeah, um, bad day, you need to throw a few away. You need to burn yeah, a few. You throw it the f- away. Okay, so then what are the other cards for? So you've got your maybe daily or weekly list. Maybe depending on how you like to organize this stuff, like thinking about what ten gallon hat or uh, the Christmas. Christmas Storyteller said in the comments on Facebook, maybe you organize them in terms of context. So maybe you have the the home improvement store list or the the, the house list, uh, the, the grocery list. Maybe you, know, maybe you have lists for that. Maybe you don't. Everybody's going to do that a little differently. And I don't think that's super important, like the details of how you do that. I don't think that's super important. Okay. Uh, thinking about lists in terms of context, I know that that can be useful from personal experience. But... We don't need to give people lessons on that. I think people can figure that. People are smart. They can figure that out on their own. But what I do think you need, so you've got your your, your daily list or you know maybe a project card or something. That's something I do. I don't really want really, to well, get into that. Like, for example, just recently I threw away the Getting Mom a New Car project card. I, I was very pleased to throw that one away. Sure. So you've got your your list or lists of things that you're doing or a need to do, let's say – no more than a week. It wouldn't be a month. It would be a week. And then, and then the other card, or cards, are what you're talking about, Jody. It's the the three V list, the percolating creative tasks, the stuff that makes your life good list. And I think that both of us, and here, and I'm not currently doing this, so I'm. I'm talking as though this is something I've already mastered, and I don't want to give that impression. <laughs> Instead, you're part of the problem. I, I certainly have not. But here's what I'm here's what I'm going to add to my stack of cards, and let's see if you think this will be helpful for you. There needs to be another card on top of the cards that you use to organize what you're doing that that day or that week. There needs to be another card for these medium level things that you that you want to be doing to make your life better. Now. There are some potential pitfalls there. For example, if you write down, uh, learn a new programming language, and then you know weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks go by, and you you haven't done that, you might start to feel bad. So that's a potential pitfall. But sure. But that's why it's not on your weekly list. It's on your percolating creative task list, and it's a list that you need to interact with. I don't know that you need to schedule it. I don't know if it has to be on your calendar, deal with this list once a week or anything like that, but I, I think you need to look at that list. First of all, every time every time you interact with something in the world and it makes you think of one of these ideas you have about your future, you need to interact with that list, your percolating creative tasks, or your three, you know, what, what are we going to call this list, Jody? Hmm. 3B? Percolating creative tasks. I, that's what I've been calling it. Three B percolating creative tasks and ideas. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Uh, 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 is that is that domain available? Anyway, you uh, need to interact with in, interact with that list, both on a regular basis and it and every time something strikes you about your future. Hmm. So I can, I, I kind of have that this sense? list. I kind of have this list, and. I've only been adding to it. I never interact with it, like mm. to go back. So, well, see, this is so now. This in this sense, a text file might kind of make sense for this, but uh, because you can edit it. But 
index cards are pretty uh, they are not costly so you can <laughs> you could every you know you don't again you don't have to put this on your calendar you don't have to make a date with yourself to do this but if you have a good enough idea you might look at the index card I'm holding one in my hand right now you might look at the index card and think you know what I really would like to do just as a mental exercise I would like to I would like to reorder these and under this one I would like to make some sub bullets because now that I've thought about it a bit I see that there are that that's not just a task that's a project and I should I should talk about what are the, what the steps to make that happen would look like and so you you put the first card you had down on the table and you put a new card right next to it and you make a new card and and then you can you can throw away the, the old one and you have your new version of the percolating creative task list and i think that's something you should do on a you know late morning on a saturday yeah when, that's fiddly. when you're not that's too fiddly no, I'm not again. I, I, no, I just, I'm not I, saying that's required. I'm just saying that's the process for keeping the list fresh. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I was trying to wrap it up and say, you know, everybody's probably got a bitch list. Yeah, but don't forget the happy list as well. The happy. We could just call it the happy list. Happy list. Hmm. Hmm. Do you want to, as a way of wrapping up this episode, which I think is a good episode that'll help people? Do you want to? give ourselves and and possibly also our listeners a tiny bit of homework hmm you i think you could probably predict where i'm going with this yeah um and it i bet it's going to involve index cards you know what i'm not going to be picky about the medium okay uh, the, it's, it's not about the index cards jody so it's not about the <laughs> index cards um you can do this you can do this on, you can do this with pencil and paper pen and paper that would be the way that's the way I'm going to do it you can do it in a text file the way Jody would do it you can do it uh in an email that you send to yourself uh Just from your smartphone folder. keep in the drafts folder you don't have to send it li- don't send it anywhere don't let the NSA see it just keep it in the drafts folder yeah right like the NSA can't see your drafts folder so here's here's what I'm thinking the percolating creative tasks, the happy list, the future list. We already done the. This is not the same as the five, ten, twenty. Yeah, it's kind of nearer term than that. It's like a month, two months, it, three months. Kind it's of medium level, exactly. Yeah. So the the five, ten, twenty is 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 big level. It's it's looking looking way out on the horizon. This is about what are the things that are going to take you to the horizon. So for the listeners that have already played the former game, the five, ten, twenty game. This, I think, is a logical next step, don't you? Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, I see where you're going. I like it. Well, I just thought of that. So <laughs> uh, this is this is happening organically. So if if the things that – if you have a 5, 20, 5, 10, 20 list, or even if you don't, it's time for you to make your mid-level happy list, percolating creative task 3B card, and um, call it what you want. We need – maybe – hopefully someone will suggest a better name, but – it's it's time to make a list of things that you would like to work on when you have the time. You're not going to feel bad about these things if you don't get to them by a certain time. But what are the things that maybe you could be doing already in your life that you don't need – like like – not that you need some fancy new piece of equipment for or not that you need uh, – these things can't have a lot of contingencies. You know what I mean? Like you can't be waiting on someone else to give you something to make these things possible. That, okay, I see where you're they have to be from already. They have to already it, be possible. It's got to be something you can make some progress on. Yeah, something that's up to you, where the only constraint is you. What What are the things that you would 
like to be doing. Don't say, let's not say should be doing. If I were a better person, I'd be doing that. No, let's not, let's not make this about values or guilt or, um, or putting pressure on ourselves. Let's just make a list of, of things that we would like to be doing to move us a couple of steps toward our cooler future. So okay. it was it was definitely cool to hear our friends five ten twenty lists, but yes, I think I'm looking more forward to getting to getting these these lists. Oh, I'm glad to hear you say that, Jody. I was thinking that as well. Yeah, uh, this could be this could be really interesting. Just, not just from our friends, but I, you're gonna do it, right? You've got a week, ish. All right. Yeah, certainly I'll who, do it. Who, who knows when we'll record next week? <laughs> <laughs> Summer schedules, you know. You're gonna do it. All right. I'm gonna do it as well, and I and the canonical listener will do it. Um, I have a pretty good sense. I think you might be working on it already. Hmm. All right. That was a, that was a good a good closeout. We should button this okay. up. Yeah, yeah. Let's button it up. Our listeners have their homework. Um, you have your homework. I hope you have some better days this week. Thanks, man. Well, I'm fixing to click my yellow square. Ugh. Squaw. Wait. Oh, you didn't mean that dirty? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. That's not a 